Hi guys, it's your host Matilda. And it's your co-host for the summer, Imama. And you're listening to the African Lipsu Podcast. Podcast. Bonaboy. Bonaboy. <laughs> Burner boy. <laughs> How many times did I call your name? Oluwa Bona. Wait, what, what is his full, um, his what actual is name? His actual government name. Please Google it. <laughs> Let's see. Um, hmm. Damini Ebuno. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Since I remember. Oh, Eboluwa. <laughs> Damini Eboluwa Ogulu. Yes. Wait, how many times did we call your name? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> okay, so to give a backstory, so it's not as if, oh, me, I'm just being crazy. <laughs> Friday, Burner Boy was meant to be in Toronto, or Toronto, as we say. <laughs> <laughs> we the Canadians. We the Canadians. Okay, so. I didn't go to the one on, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I went to the one in Montreal. Well, you were meant to go to the one <laughs> Sorry, in Montreal. Sorry, my dear. It's still PTSD. <laughs> so, we were meant to go to the one in Montreal. So, mm-hmm. like, but the whole world, like, literally every single human being I knew literally. was going for the Toronto one. So, I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to see snaps. We're going to know how it is. So mm-hmm. I was actually on the lookout, you know. So I was into it. I'm still seeing snaps, them turning up to, like, music. Mu- his music. Boy's music. Yeah. Not his. I'm like, ah, where's Bonaboy? But you know, normal Nigerian things. I'm sure everyone, no one was shocked. Yeah, everyone I don't know, like, like, my guy's gonna come late, even though that already in itself is disrespectful. But different story for another day. Yeah, you know Nigerian, so we're like, okay, Nigerian time. Three hours into it, I see a tweet from Bonaboy. I think his team or something like that. And he's like, sincere apologies. He's still at the border in yeah, Detroit. Yeah, still at the border in Detroit. Detroit? <laughs> Three hours after you were meant to be on stage? Excuse? Honestly, it's just plain disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. I mean, honestly, we thank God for the spirit of discernment. I was actually meant to go for the Toronto one. Just, I that's what I mean. We, th- we thank God for discernment and just the fact that God already gave me foresight. Mm, did he? Because he gave me foresight because you know how like I kept doing mm, maybe maybe I'll go maybe I wouldn't go but I all of it I ultimately settled on the fact that I wasn't gonna go. It's true. Oh it's so funny because even up to, to Friday. Friday I was telling <laughs> mama you mm-hmm. we already rented the car mm-hmm. like you could as well just come to Exactly. And I was over here doing mm, shall I shall I not. I almost <laughs> I almost mama into basic you see? <laughs> it's actually rubbish. Like, and uh, I was seeing like a lot of people. Like, some people came all the way from Winnipeg. People came literally from around Canada, Canada to come see him in Toronto. And like, I was just like, no, this L is actually great. And do you know what's the greatest, biggest L and the <laughs> most rubbish thing that they're saying? They're saying they want to reschedule. Yeah, I think to him, I probably, I don't know who's advising his team, but they're like, oh, he can't come all this way just not to come to Canada. So they rescheduled it. The Toronto one has been rescheduled for Sunday the 19th. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the Montreal one was rescheduled for the 15th, which is a Thursday. As per us, we don't have Really? Work. Yeah. Are you going? Per, no, they are crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to re- request a refund. Mm-hmm. But no, like they announced today, as per Tuesday, that, really? that it's rescheduled, it's rescheduled for, for Thursday. Thursday. So, okay. 
oh, I don't have work. I just, I can just pick up my bags and just go. take Friday off. You know, even if I was in Montreal, I think it's actually really weird because I was seeing my friend too. Like she was meant to go with us, and like she's still saying, "Oh, she's still excited to go." And I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe it's like the greater the pain, the greater the. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it's Stockholm syndrome. I, I, syndrome. I don't know what they are doing to us, but I think that maybe if we start boycotting their concerts or something mm-hmm. like that, they would have more, more respect, respect for us. Yeah. Because I think, to be honest, it might be something that they couldn't have controlled mm-hmm. in, the, in the sense of the visa thing. But then, first of all, you don't fly in hours. I don't know how long he had been, like, knowing that you are Nigerian and you mm-hmm. have a Nigerian passport, I don't know if that's a responsible thing to do. But it's not responsible. Yeah. It's definitely irresponsible. And greatest unresponsibility is the fact that he tweeted three hours after, like, honestly, people had been at the venue for three hours. Yeah. And I and my friends were talking about it and we we're like, he probably thought, okay, somehow he's still going to be able to finesse this thing and he will just be able to show to up enter, maybe, like, yeah. late or something. But, like, like, literally let people know at least. Mm-hmm. Like, give people the option to leave because even coming three hours after is not acceptable. Yeah. At, it's, it's just not acceptable. And like, when you compare it to Lauren Hill, for instance, mm-hmm. who always comes late to her concert, but somehow, some way, people, people still, still go show for up. these concerts. And I'm just so confused. Like, these people are not gods. Like, literally, I love Burner Boy's music. So it's like, I can listen to his music on Spotify. I can listen to it on Apple Music. I can stand his music, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I, I don't know why we should still keep supporting their concerts and stuff if they're just going to keep doing this. Like, yeah, no, you know? yeah, I, I, def- I definitely feel you. Like, I feel like that disrespect was loud. It was very loud. <sighs> like, even, like, in that, and I feel like, you know what, for me, it's just other things, like, it takes time. Like, you just have to be organized. Like, it takes time to prepare for all those things. So I'm pretty sure he's been practicing and getting ready. Well, I mean, I hope he's mm-hmm. been practicing and getting ready for the concert. And it's like, you get there, and it's like, Bro, where is this guy? It's just, I think it's just disrespectful. Like, you know, you just tell people what's going on, like, especially paying audiences. Like, you tell them what is going on, give them the option to either go, like Masada said, or stay. Like, really and truly, I mean, honestly, they should just do better in general. Like, they really should just do better. Like, get into the country earlier if you're not sure Mm -hmm. about how you're going to finesse if you want, if you want to, want to cross illegally, that's your business. But she had just cross illegally earlier. <laughs> so that. Wait, I'm Drake. Like, when he tweeted yeah, and they were, they were like, yeah. Drake, please do something. Can you let him in? <laughs> no, but actually, like, get into the country earlier, like, you know, because there's no people that have paid to see you. They're not just, like, people that are seeing you for free. I feel free. like with pain, it's like, yeah, like, I can get a refund and everything, but, with it's the fact time. that like, their time, yeah, the money they probably paid to stay in Toronto, like people, it's I heard about some summer. guy that like, um, because Caribana weekend was the weekend before, so Bro, some people literally just took stayed the week over, up just to see yeah. Him. So hotel uh, money for mm-hmm. a week, and nah, then, that's expensive. Nah, and like people were literally nah, selling like VIP tickets were going at like <laughs> skyrocket prices. They were expensive. Oh. Someone said check on your friends in Toronto because mm-hmm. some people use their rent money. <laughs> no, actually, facts. Like no. Yeah, but, but Shasham, enough of that. Honestly, how's your week? My week has been good. Um, one second. I feel like my voice sounds really high. No. Let me restart. <clears throat> My week has been good. <laughs> my week has been good. Um, yeah, my week has been good. I don't think I, I feel like I did something, but it's not coming to me. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I did much. Yeah, my, my week has been good. I slicked back my hair. Again? 
Yeah, again. Okay. Yeah, so I just like slicked back my hair, and that's really oh. the most exciting thing I have done. <laughs> Don't kill me. That has happened to me in the past week. Um. Oh yeah. On Thursday, I'm gonna teach my friends how to swim. So there's that. Oh, who? Uh, Boma and Precious and Essay. They all can't swim. They all can't swim. You know, I think it's really shocking that a lot of Nigerians can't swim. Why is that shocking? Oh, in fact, not just Nigerians, black people. Oh yeah, no, like the black people one. I feel like we already knew. Like that's already like that's like a stereotype of black people can't swim. But like, why is it shocking that Nigerians can't swim? But like, why? Because like, I would. Okay, I don't know why, but it's, <laughs> I, mean, I, it's I feel like, like it's a life skill. I mean, it's a life skill, yeah, but like, at the same time, it's also kind of like a privilege. Is it? Especially no. in Nigeria, because it's like, why are you finding pools to swim? You have to pay for clubs. Oh. Or are you entering Third Berlin Bridge Ocean <laughs> to swim? Remember those people from that swimming competition thing that yeah, we that went for? Yeah, that they learned at They the learned beach. at Babbage. At Babbage. But like, they have like, to head? No, that's different. Those people are determined. Like, you don't go to Babbage to learn how to swim. <laughs> you yeah. go to Babbage to enjoy. It's like, it's kind of a privilege. So it's like, I mean... Okay, that kind of makes sense. Um, my week's been, you know, normal, chill. Apart from the light chopped on, uh, <laughs> on Sunday. Honestly, I was just looking forward to having something to do. Like, I'm in denial that summer is coming to an end because this Canada is looking like it's already fall. Like, it's already oh. feeling kind of chilly and stuff like that. This summer was hella weird. It was so short, short. and constantly raining. Yeah. This like, is really sad. Winter is really depressing for me. I love summer. Like, I love going out. And I, I'm going to miss that because, like... I haven't even done much of it this summer. I'm, I'm so sad. Yeah, I'm looking for next turn up. So if you guys do anything, please. Me too. Me please let me know. I want to go for barbecues. I want to go for day parties. True. True. So... <laughs> yeah. So it's weird, but we realized that each season, is actually meant to be 12 episodes but last week was our 12th episode Whoa. so we're actually doing a favor to you guys we're <laughs> seeing your eardrums that's, that's right we're here for you guys so um this week's episode and next week's episode are like bonus episodes for the summer mm-hmm. just because it's like an awkward timing for yeah. like summer i just want to end at the end of like august wait let me see let me check my fact yeah no my facts are not right <laughs> next week is not the last week of august but, but shasha yeah we, go. we, we, we move. move so <laughs> next week is going to be last episode for the season and this week we're just going to be doing more of like you know it's it kind of differs from like other episodes that we have because usually we just focus on one topic but this week a lot of people have been sending me like they're like oh you should talk about this you should talk about that and i'm like oh all these topics are really good but i don't know if they're ones that i really have the time or like the vim to like expand on so much but mm-hmm. since they're going on right now let's just talk about this well. so trending topic so lately in africa <laughs> kind of um, episode and yeah we'll just start with shori because i feel him on a spiritual level so if you guys don't know shori his full name is omoyele shori and he's a nigerian journalist human rights activist and also the publisher at sahara um, reporters yeah so you might know him mostly from the sahara reporters because i really like their news Hmm, i don't know since then maybe i'll add them to my google thingy yeah but like do you know this um woman adiola that used to have like this show okay yeah she was (laughs) a sahara reporter but okay i don't really read news which is why i want to also i mean he also ran for president last year oh yeah i heard about that okay two seconds ago <laughs> dead ass dead ass okay. <laughs> fake okay so so basically our uncle um uncle show 
there's this movement. It's called the Coalition for Revolution, short form core. And I think they were staging like protests. So Uncle Shore jumped on that and then he came up with the hashtag revolution now. Mm. So uh, he started like really tweeting revolution now about like mm. revolution and stuff like that. Okay. Nigerian government was like, hello. <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> and they took uncle to jail. Prison. Kiri Kiri? Yeah, yes. It was so, Kiri Kiri, but prison uh, Wow, wow. <laughs> Not Kiri Kiri. He was detained by the Department of State Services, Services. So the DSS. This is what they said about him. They were using much big you, words. I was like, when I was reading it, I was like, I did not know y'all had this in your vocabulary, but... I didn't know you guys were educated. Go ahead. That's what I'm saying. I was like, see, the Nigerian government only acts educated when they're about to silence people Bro, or do stupid things. Hey, but I mean, I'm just joking. Please don't come for me. Don't detain me too. In quotes, this is what they said. These threats include, they were talking about like basically why they took him in. They were like, these threats include threats of subversion, threats of terrorism, and of course, ethnic, hey, ethnic agitation, separatist, economic <laughs> sabotage, and, and others. We must understand the meaning of revolution. Primarily, it means a revolt. It means insurrection. insurrection. It means insurgency. insurgency. It means... <laughs> Forceful takeover of government, <laughs> and we are operating. Uh, we are operating democratic system. Yeah. What? Probably we're operating a democratic. A democratic. Like we system. are operating a democratic system in Nigeria. Yeah. Oh, so now we know that it's, it's democracy. a democracy. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so I guess like they are basically taking him on just based on the grounds that he said revolution. Yeah. So like I feel like they probably think he's trying to overthrow the government. Yeah. But you know what? My theory mm-hmm. is that they were shaking in their boots <laughs> because of literally the second phase. So like the core, like the movement that mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Show joined, basically. <laughs> Spice your best friend. Dude, I was not my best friend Uncle Show. We move, we go like that. But yeah, they basically, it's like a three-phase uh, protest. So the three-phase protest um, basically alludes to, so it doesn't allude in any way to violently overthrow the government. Mm-hmm. So the first phase, the first stage is basically to end anti-people economic policies. I'm not going to go into them. I'm going to go into the second phase, which is why I think <laughs> this is really shook you- them. <laughs> so the second They're like, phase- let's shut it down before it gets to the second phase. Exactly. So the second phase is tagged and special privileges for the ruling class. And it calls for a ban on all government officials for using, from using policemen as security guards and sending children to private schools or foreign versus ACC. And then third Even phase I is- am shook. Yo, <laughs> no, honestly, the second phase is actually what shook them because they were like, what do you mean? I can't use a policeman for my own private security guard anymore. We must arrest this man. <laughs> I, like, I, honestly, I guarantee you, nine out of t- 9.29 out of 10, that that was legit, that thought process. They were actually just scared that they would not be able to use policemen as their security guards and they would send their kids to a uh, foreign school. Foreign and schools. that's literally why they decided to put my uncle in prison. Yeah. But the third phase, I'll just mention that one since, like, you know, there are three phases, is to return political power and national wealth to the world working people and obviously with those three phases none of those actually allude to violently overthrow the government so clearly the DSS and friends were just cooking up words and stories they were just shaking in their boots yeah and like they'd gotten an order to detain the guy for like 45 days Mm -hmm. in their words they said they're trying to um, investigate it so like keep him under supervision I guess while they investigate and they had already um, detained him previously for for 45 days so now additional 45 days oh additional on it 90 days bro like like, I'm pretty sure that violates a lot of like human rights 
Yeah, that has to be legal. I'm pretty sure it violates like a lot of like. Yeah, that's the rights. that's the crazy thing though. Oh, I think I think Femi Falano is his attorney. Yeah, and he basically is asking them like, "Can you show me like where in the Constitution mm-hmm. that it says like what he's doing is like illegal, illegal. that kind of thing?" But like, I don't think basically anyone. Give us receipts. Yeah. I'm not sure, like, uh, the intricacies of, like, what's going on, but I think my guy is actually staying there for the 45 days. Like, but that's wild. From what Honestly, I understand. Actually wild. Um, I mean, I can't do a shop. I just don't, I just know that if people, if they ever try to put me in jail, I don't know how, but we shall burn the building down. I'm not even joking. <laughs> like, it's so easy because like that. I know it's not easy, but, like, I just can't. Like, I don't, mm-mm. But I think, first of all, do you think it was, like, actually the wrong choice of words for him to say revolution? Well, I mean, like, I feel like revolution is kind of a really strong word. And I can see why, like, you know, it's like... Why they were shook. Yeah, like, why why they were shook. Like, it's kind of, it's really strong. So, like, you know, I can totally see why they're like, okay, I'm kind of scared. Like, you know, and, like, also because they had, like, a following as well. So I can see why they were a little bit scared. But, like, knowing, like, I guess the organization's motto and, like, actually what they plan to do, I feel like it was kind of irresponsible for the government to be like, okay, he said revolution. And I'm going going to to disregard every other thing that, like, you know, they're actually going to do. So we're basically just going to kidnap him and imprison him. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was definitely, like, irresponsible on the government's part. But, like, revolution is a strong word. And, like, maybe he shouldn't have used that term. But I wouldn't say, like, you know, because he used that term, he deserves to go to jail. No. No. Because, like, I literally just say right now, I'm starting a, re- a, a revolution. It's a revolution. Like, like, anyone you know, can say I'm starting a revolution. Does that really mean does that really mean, a revolution? No, not really. Honestly, and especially because, like, he already had, like, they already had plans on what they were going to do. Yeah, so like, solid not, plans, Solid right? plans. It's not like a random person that's going to be like, I'm starting a revolution. Nigeria needs a revolution. It's so crazy because there's this, um, there's this human rights activist as well. I think her name is Aisha Yesufu. Oh, yeah. And she was, I know yeah, her. she was basically, she, she was, after they um, detained him, she was just, in an interview, she was just basically saying, actually, a revolution is imminent. Like, whether it's a bloodless one or a one with blood, like, it's kind of, like, imminent. Like, in Nigeria, it's going to happen. Like, it's what mm-hmm. they're saying. Still. Honestly, yeah, I, I'm not starting a revolution. <laughs> Aisha, to be honest, I agree. I yeah. actually agree. Do you remember what happened in Ghana at that time? Like, where they killed all their leaders that were doing rubbish? No, I'm not saying anything, but, you know, do, but, you, ha- do you remember what happened in Ghana? Like, I'm not saying anything, <laughs> but... Just Aisha, if you're listening, and also friends. <laughs> Aisha and friends. Do you remember what, what happened in Ghana? That's all. That's all I'm trying but to like, say. I guess, like, what happened in it's Sudan, right? Yeah, it was What Sudan happened in well. Sudan? Like, I don't think initially was, like, a one with that involved blood. Like, it was just, like, mm-hmm. it was mass a protest. protest yeah. Like, so, even th- this core one that happened, like, it still happened. They detained him on, I think, Sunday, which was mm-hmm. the fourth. And I think the fifth was when they were meant to go on the protest. And regardless of the fact that they imprisoned him, people still protested. And they started arresting people. It's just, at that point, like, I think I always get fearful when governments start doing things like that. Because it's just like, okay, so we can't actually not exercise any rights at all. Like, mm-hmm. protesting is not a problem. And I get really scared because I think Africa is so unstable that I think, like, the smallest things can lead to such big things. Mm-hmm. Like, I get scared when, like, they're arresting people for exercising their rights. It's, you've said it. It's a democracy. Mm-hmm. Why can we not just Yeah, protest? like, freedom of speech. Freedom of, like, expression. <laughs> but Honestly, I, I, we need a revolution. We do need a revolution. I'm just, I'm just saying. Anyways, okay. And on to 
you I was going to do really good segues, but like um. I haven't mastered the art of segues. <laughs> no, so it soon comes. Soon, soon come. coming, like honestly. But actually, no, no, we can segue. Okay. So basically, you know, like you know how you were talking about <laughs> you are about to reach. <laughs> I'm not reaching. Just relax. Listen to this. Okay. And this is a journalist masterpiece. Over That's here. right. Go on. Journalist masterpiece, rather. But yeah, like when we're just talking about like the fact that like police can just like arrest people and like how it's scary. That's like that right. kind of leads to like the whole. Like mm. army and police, you tried. Army and police, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. Okay. okay. Well, so yeah, just moving on to the whole army and like police feud. I don't know, like, if you guys have heard about it. Army versus police. Army versus police. <laughs> Apparently, in Nigeria, <laughs> there yeah. is a whole army and police like <laughs> feud battle. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> what happened is like there's some millionaire kidnapper because only in Nigeria are there millionaire kidnappers that are actually known. <laughs> But God save us. <laughs> he's terrible. His name is Alhaji Hamisu Bala Wadume or Wadum. Or Wadum. One of the above. Because you know, Wadum, as far we are doomed. We are doomed. Wadum. He commands more respect yeah. than Wadume. <laughs> but like, so he's a known, I guess, kidnapper. And like, I think the police was under a mission or something <laughs> <laughs> to like basically like take him. Do we have a secret? Like, stop uh, it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. respect on their name. I'm sorry, I'm just drinking wine, so I'm just gonna... I'm focused, I'm focused. <laughs> but, like, the they were basically in, um... On line of duty. Mm-hmm. As yeah, that's better, yeah. In the, the line, line of, of In the line of duty, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they were basically trying to capture, like, take him. Mm-hmm. But the army came, I guess, and then they, um... I guess this is what they're claiming, I think, that they thought the police were part of his people basically you because know i won't be if you think about it in nigeria it is possible actually you, works with you know actually that's what i'm about to say like phase two Stop. i remember <laughs> no actually do you remember course phase two about not using police for your own personal security yeah. so i mean i won't be surprised like that the army probably thought this wadume guy is trying to use the police as his own personal security yeah. you see technically everything ties back to uncle show because if they had he just a point, <laughs> he actually had a point. Like his organization actually had a point because if they actually do that whole like that whole phase two, then the army would literally have no reason to think. I laugh at the fact that they have phases. <laughs> that they like, have right. They have phases. It sounds a bit silly, <laughs> but like <laughs> if they're actually able to accomplish their phase two, the army would not be thinking that the police is working with like He's a working known with a kidnapper. Known kidnapper. But the fact that it's just such but a look, such it the happens norm. everywhere, but it's just much yeah, more of a norm of a norm in Nigeria, Nigeria like, where like they even openly work with exactly literally you can see someone in like i know like a lot of people talk about like how kidnappers are so like prominent but they're prominent because the police works with them like you know when a police like i don't know they just know more ins and outs of like places and they they basically turn a blind eye when the kidnappers Mm. come because they're basically working with them yeah anyways so the police are basically now asking that you know why oh, sorry you didn't finish saying what happened so the police so the army thought oh, yeah. that the police so was the, working with the, the kidnapper the army thought that the police was working with the kidnappers so like I guess they shot at them and they killed two um three police, three police officers. officers and one civilian as well mm-hmm. in, in that and then the uncle uncle Wadume no, that, me, I'm not accepting him as my uncle. You can call him as your uncle. Alhaji. 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 Yeah. Wadume. It's nowhere mm-hmm. to be found. Um, like, how does a prominent kidnapper just escape? 
just but the police guys out of two uh, huh? were dead but the police guys were dead but not all the police but, guys were dead and i mean dead. like regardless it's like the army was also there so like let's say the army was even attacking the police because they thought they were working together it's like if you're attacking the police shouldn't you also keep your eye out on the person that that is the actual suspect? issue like <laughs> so alajisa where are you <laughs> but it's just that like people are just like I looked on Twitter and I was trying to get like, what are people's general opinions? And there's actually a large population of people that are like, well, the police has gotten its karma, something about it being karma. Like, cause you know, police brutality is actually such a big thing in Nigeria. I'm just gonna drink my water out of my But it's just car. like, I mean, like it's true, but like, that doesn't mean like they deserve to die. Like, you know, <laughs> like no, like I don't understand the thought process of like Nigerians. Um, like, I mean, honestly, I, I feel like on that, like, I'm not 100% sure where I stand. Like, I mean, I, I personally don't think, no, no, I personally don't think anybody deserves to die. Like, even if you have killed somebody, I think rapists deserve to die. Apart from them, yeah, I, I don't like, think anybody else. <laughs> no, rapists deserve to die. I don't think anybody else, like, kind of, like, deserves to die as, like, payback. But, like, I feel like you cannot really, how do I say, like, you cannot really... Like, anyways, so what I'm trying to say is that, like, the amount of rubbish that Nigerians have gone through in the hands of police officers is a lot. It's a, like, a lot. Like, their pain is massive. Like, the other day, SARS literally killed a pregnant woman. Oh, my God. Like, their pain is massive. So, it's like, I feel like you can't... SARS is still here? SARS is still a thing. It's still a thing. So, like, I feel like you can't really... Like, I can't really blame them for being like, oh, this is payback because they've actually genuinely gone through a lot in the hands of the police that they're like, you know what? If you guys are just going to go through your rubbish now, that ain't a problem. That ain't a problem at all. I think Nigeria generally likes the army. Like, the army yeah. does much more for Nigeria, for Nigeria yeah. than the police. And it's like, a lot of times, even with the whole bribery and corruption thing, like, the police would literally be trying to collect bribes and then they'd bring, and then the army people, have you ever seen? Come, yeah, 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 yeah they yeah, come yeah. and they literally flog the police, the police officers, or like, try to do frog jumps because of the fact that they're trying to do. So it's like, I feel but like how Nigeria about has, a system like, where things work the way they're meant to be? Where the police and the army well, are how about fighting? Utopia? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand that's such a utopia like kind of way of thinking, but like to be honest, like I just feel like what we need to be saying in this situation is police needs to be handled, but then in this specific situation, the army we really wrong. need to investigate like what happened because like the police is asking like there's a video I guess that's circulating that shows like what happened during the events like mm-hmm. they literally were they were at a close range, so like it's not like they were fine, they didn't know what was going on. The guys had already identified themselves as police officers before they shot at them, so like I think what the police is saying is okay, we just need. We want an investigation. We want justice on this. Funny that they will ask for justice. I'm sorry, I understand oh, how now. The tables more, have turned. Why <laughs> talk about it? The mom, like, oh, yeah, like you see, but like it's not those three officers that, that died that that caused it, mm-hmm. like that caused police brutality in Nigeria. Yeah, it's I mean? not them, but it's like, how do you feel sympathy for like one person when they're part of an organization that has been literally terrorizing your life since I mean, the beginning enough. of time? It's like, I, I mean, no, like I, I feel, I feel like. Not necessarily sympathy for the police force. I feel more anger at the fact that they've lost allergy. Like that's just like <laughs> that's just my own. Because it's like I we're mean, doom. <laughs> we're doom. <laughs> but it's like they've literally like in this case, it's like this is a prominent kidnapper. Like I mean, sure, the police people died, and that's quite sad. <laughs> <Prominent> and- <laughs> 
your profession. Work. That's actually his profession. It's like most people dead, and that's quite sad. But like, I guess we could also just like allude it to the fact that they did sign up for this. Even they did, Loki did not sign up to be killed by their almost counterparts. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like I I don't. I must say I don't feel sympathy for them, but that's just not what I'm thinking about right now. I'm thinking about the fact that a permanent kidnapper is now on the loose <laughs> to continue his kidnapping activities, yeah. and literally like instead of focusing on that. The police are said to fight the army, which, which I mean is fair because they have attacked them. But like, can you people fight the army after you find Alajisa? Yeah. Or are we just Al-Hajisa. going to <laughs> yeah, forsake no the fact that he has, about... <laughs> by the way? Yeah, no one is talking about the civilian. Yeah, the civ- it's true. That died. Like, like you see, like that's also why you, like, it's hard to feel sympathy for them because to them, it's literally the norm that civilians die. Like, police people kill civilians every day over not giving them $20 bribes. So $20. Dollar. Sorry, <laughs> that guys. would make it even, a bit more sense. <laughs> 20 naira bribes. So it's like, really and truly, like, I would say they deserve it, but like, they should also check themselves too, yeah, so that maybe themselves. then too they can start getting justice. Mm, it's true. You know, you know maybe, maybe we'll give you justice when we get our justice. How yeah. about that? The Nigerian like security situation is actually just a whole issue. Like, no one is actually really safe in Nigeria. Like, there's an illusion of a police and an army, but like, let's be very honest. What's mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Anyways, oh wait, wait, I'm going to do this segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Okay, wait, wait. What, okay, what's wait, the wait, next wait. topic? Let me help talking you. About grass. <laughs> yeah, um. Talking about you see, we're talking about the police in Nigeria, and Nigeria's flag wait, wait, is wait, green. Wait, please, please. <laughs> and please what does yeah. green represent? Mm-hmm. Forestation. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see where I'm headed? No, not really. You know, this is just like that, that R. Kelly meme where he's like, where he's like, Do you know what meme I'm talking about? No. no. Okay, I'll show you after. I'll show you after. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> we tried. To our, no, I swear um, the next segue is actually going to be easier. Yeah, it, it should be. It should. I hope so. Yeah. But moving on to our neighbors to the east. You know, they're not our neighbors, but... Imam has been claiming you. Honestly, let me tell you. I claim people that I used to do good stuff. Well, let me actually tell you guys now. And they're literally just four countries down from me. It's like seeing the people four doors down are not my neighbors. They technically are. But they're not. Anyways, Ethiopia. <laughs> they're doing great stuff. They are. Excellent stuff. Beautiful stuff. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Thinking about the future. You know, love it. Um, So basically, Ethiopia planted more than 350... Not hundred, not two hundred, not thousand, not ten thousand, but three hundred and fifty million trees. I'm so tired of I you. I don't know why I made that so extra. But anyways, the Ethiopian planted more than three hundred and fifty million trees in not one. Okay, I'm gonna okay, stop. Okay, wow. <laughs> in twelve hours. And honestly, I feel like that's just like so cool. Like three hundred and fifty million trees in twelve hours, like. Oh my actual goodness. Nigerian friends. Where are you guys at? Are we sleeping? Of like, course, of course. West Africa, here. North Africa, South Africa. See are we mate. sleeping? See your, mates. see your mates on the east. Doing great stuff. <laughs> to be honest, y'all are just gonna see me migrate to Kenya. I'm just gonna be like, where is she? Don't you know Kenya, Kenya is just below Ethiopia. Yeah, it is. Oh, Yo, see, you know what? I already claimed that. I was reading this book um last year. It's by this woman called Wagari Mathai, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um she's dead now, but like she she was a I think she was a minister in Kenya or something. Mm-hmm. And she I think she studied agriculture. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. But she wrote this book, I think it, it was 
was called The Problem for Africa or something like that. And it was just basically, she was talking about Africa's deforestation and like its importance on literally everything like when she approached problems in africa mm-hmm. she approached it from the fact that like deforestation is actually such a big thing okay the book is actually called the challenge for africa mm. so she was just talking about how deforestation is affecting quite a lot of things like a lot of lands are are becoming deserts basically because of so mm, much like deforestation and I, I mean they teach us things like this in agriculture but i was like mm, you know i don't I know remember um sativa oh my gosh. not sativa was that was that thing that like there's this one thing that Oriza sativa. Oriza sativa yeah that's right rice. right okay i don't remember i'm sorry guys <laughs> sorry you were talking about something really important and i just I'm like so dragged you away <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead Mm-hmm. Like even for instance, what's the, their name? The what's their name? 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 These guys context. that ter- terrorizing Nigeria. Um, Bukaram. No, the other ones. <laughs> hmm, we have to. Fulani <laughs> herdsmen. What happens is like they graze and graze, I guess, and like when the land cannot take anymore, like they start moving. moving They're like yeah. nomadic, basically. But those lands that they are leaving behind are like basically sometimes like land becomes. Please, I'm not an agriculturist. I know nothing about these things. Clearly not. But, like, basically, desertation is actually becoming a problem in Nigeria. And, like... Mm not Nigeria, sorry, Africa, Africa in general. And like, I know, um, for instance, the Congo has like the largest forests, I think, in the whole world or something. And like, the world literally, God, I should not even talk about this thing because I actually do know. <laughs> um, but I read a lot of things about it. And when I read it, I'm like, oh, this is really important. But I don't have like that much knowledge <laughs> on it. So like really talk about it. But like, okay, carbon pollution is leading to global warming. Mm-hmm. The more trees we have, the more like we're able to keep that in check because they taught us this one in primary school. We know this one. Trees taking oxygen. I mean, taking... Hey! Stop, 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 stop! I was joking. That's not what I meant. They take I was it, joking. They, they take in carbon dioxide mm. and then they give out oxygen. Oxygen is what we breathe in. Um, carbon is what we're basically polluting the environment with. So, for instance, this article that we're reading, the CNN one, they were saying a recent study estimated that restoring the world's lost forests could remove two-thirds of all the planet warming carbon that is in the atmosphere Wild. because of human activity. So, like, forestation is actually really important. Mm-hmm. We're not taking it Serious seriously at all. enough. Like, I don't think so. Um, and, like, I, they give statistics. I'm not even going to go into it because I just realized, shit, I, I don't know shit. <laughs> I'll get back to you guys when I know shit. But, like, <laughs> but it's, it's important. Global warming is actually really a thing. Like, right before we um, came on, I saw, like, this article where they were saying, like, fish, salmon was dying. Yeah, salmon in um, Alaska is dying because, like, the temperatures in the water are getting really high. Speaking of salmon, I realized I couldn't properly pronounce salmon two days ago when really? I said salmon to my colleagues at work. Ooh. And they were like, say that again. I was like salmon. They're like, I was like, yeah. And they're like salmon. I salmon. Like, it's salmon. Honestly, good night. <laughs> but yeah, it's no, okay. salmon. The biggest issue for me is like more people correcting my English. No. I just actually it's like, like oh no and sometimes when i can't pronounce a word i use like a synonym oh, and then i go back and i just yeah, listen to them i hear them say it because i i just rather know they act like you're from like <laughs> another planet when you pronounce something different i hate it oh well 
so that's happening in Ethiopia and um, they're taking initiative to plant trees, which Nigeria is obviously not. So Nigeria, mm. please, where where's your thoughts about global warming? Honestly. Because it's already like Lagos is going under. I don't oh. know if you guys know, but Lagos is going under. And honestly, the country is hot. Like, are y'all not seeing how the temperatures are going are higher? Right like, it's literally a tropical, like, it's a tropical country. Yeah. And the temperature should not be that high. Like, mm. we're, like, we're in the tropics. It should not be that high. But you know what's but, crazy though? Carbon emission is much greater in the West than it is in Africa. But I read this thing somewhere that they were like, Africa is going to probably suffer more from global warming. Which makes sense. Than like the Western parts that are actually emitting much more. Mm-hmm. And like seeing Ethiopia plant trees is, it's important and everything. But it's like our carbon emission in Africa is literally not, not as like high. if we changed our our um carbon emission it might not still like stop global mm-hmm. warming do you get what i mean because the west so is, as usual the west is, is the and their activities yeah are basically damaging us but yeah. you know what can't they knew that y'all were evil so but talking about east africa though while we're still on the topic of east africa uganda Woo! Uganda. Museveni is wilding because um I don't know if you guys know about Museveni, but like when I was reading about Rwanda, for instance, like he was choking his mouth into Rwandan <laughs> issues. Like back then, when he first came into power, he was actually a good leader, mm-hmm. which is like what is crazy about dictatorships in Africa. I think mm-hmm. a lot of them start actually having a vision, having a plan for their countries, but then they stay too long and mm-hmm. they just become stupid. Oh my god, what is the, what is that Batman called? Um, about, power is it about power? No, it's about living long enough to become the villain. Oh, oh, oh. the one I, I I think about is power corrupts. What well, I mean? Yeah, power absolute power does. corrupts absolutely, and it's it's just like. I think the longer you stay in power, the more the you more just... The more it gets to your head. Yeah, it, it gets really much to your head. But anyways, to give you guys context on, like, why we are so angry, a woman... My a other auntie. Our, auntie Yanzi. <laughs> the fact that you tried to pronounce that in the most East it, African it, yeah, way, yeah? you oh. could actually just have read it no, in but Yanzi, you know? You know, I told you people that I'm moving to Kenya. I even think I'm joking. Yo, I'm actually down... I'm not even joking, to be down. honest. I really want to Kenya spend. looks really nice. This Kenya is such a nice country. Oh, but you've but actually been there. Yeah. I haven't been there. You no, know, it's a, I like, let me tell you guys, the temperature is also perfect. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not too hot. It's literally just like the perfect temperature. And the night what is so cool. What month did you go there in? I went there in January. Okay. Yeah, but it's like, so that's like rainy season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's about rainy season. No, in Nigeria, I think that's. Oh, you like mean in Nigeria season. specifically? But I think there too was also rain. Yeah, there too was also like their rainy season as well. Mm-hmm. But no, actually, trust me, I'm gonna go there and like stay a couple of months or something. I well, probably I'm maybe place. like a year or something. Actually, would I, I would nice. like a year to be honest. If I can find like something good there to do, I would definitely would not mind yeah, staying there a year. That would be cool because their culture is also really nice as well. I was speaking to one of our coworkers that's um Kenyan. She was saying that she feels like they're very westernized. They are that, like, so westernized. Yeah, like she feels like they don't really have culture anymore. <gasps> this is a really good segue for our next topic. But like we've already <laughs> talked about this topic. Okay. I'll bring it back let's, up. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about that after. But speaking of Auntie Stella and Yancy. So Auntie Stella. So I think nine months back she was jailed. Because their president said that she's harassing him 
<laughs> when she called me a pair of buttocks. No, no oh, a pair of buttocks. She, he, um, it's just so funny because how can somebody call you a pair of buttocks and suddenly you're shaking your boots? I don't understand. Like, are you a pair of buttocks? Oh my gosh. So what, what happened is that, um, she posted on Facebook mm-hmm. last year that she, she was like, she wishes that he had been burned up by the acid pus in his mother's birth canal. <gasps> Why? She went for him. She <laughs> came for Stella. him. So basically, he said that that's an attack on him and his mother and his late mother. Oh, <laughs> to give him more con- yeah. I don't see how he, was, how she was insulting his mother because it's you that she wanted to die. <laughs> but anyways, um, so they jailed her basically and they said like, you know, she's, um, harassing him or whatever. Anyways, like she was, um, sentenced to nine more months in jail, which is a total of 18, 18 months, months now just because of a Facebook post. <laughs> Uganda has this thing called the Computer Misuse Act where they basically can, um, stifle communication on social media and everything based on like this act. And people are basically calling that they scrap that act because it's basically stifling people's yeah, that's freedom kind of, of speech. Like, do you get, Nigeria has said they wanted to do that some time ago. <laughs> that they want to be looking at, um, each Nigerian they do social media. Do they even have the uh, capacity, the ability but to do it? We saw that Nigeria has the capability to think. Did you not hear them using big please, words? Please, when, they are, when they don't want to hear things, they just like, I just mean, like this guy. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure they can form a great article on that with huge words, but can they actually do it? I don't think they can do I it. I don't know, but like, yeah, they, the they took this to. woman like basically for what she said online. And I just feel like it's, it's them just not wanting to hear criticism, not mm. wanting to hear anything from yeah, like as far if we're suffering, that they just keep suffering. And there's this thing she said. Oh, yo, wait. Ah, oh, sorry. This article was a gem. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> this is her quote. She said that I plan to offend Yuwari Museveni Kaguta because he has offended us for thirty plus years. <laughs> and last, that's the energy that's absolutely needed. This woman's <laughs> energy, like even when they um gave the verdict for the nine months, she like exposed her moves or something like in yeah, protest. She I don't even know. This woman, she sounds wild. She sounds like she has energy, and she's like a professor in like Uganda. So mm-hmm. like she's well educated. So she's not like yeah. she's an activist, and she she doesn't she's seem ap- babe, she doesn't seem apologetic for anything that she has done. And I just feel like we need more people. So she's basically um, the face of say it with your chest. Yeah, say it with your chest. <laughs> and she actually did say it with her chest. She's like, Indeed. I meant what I meant. <laughs> said what I said and I meant what I meant. Anyways, speaking, what was that segue? Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talking about oh, yes. living in Kenya. So you know how... <laughs> You know how I was saying, like, one of our Kenyan co-workers was saying that she feels like Kenya doesn't have enough culture that when she sees other African countries, like, in their culture, she's just, like, kind of sad because she feels like Kenya is very, very westernized. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there, some guy on Twitter tweeted um, something. I'm just going to read it. So he was like, I don't think my non-black American, African and Caribbean black folks realize how privileged y'all are to know your family origins. A lot of the talk about black Americans trying to reclaim their cultural roots reeks of privilege and it's disgusting. And then he went on to be like, y'all can't even fathom not knowing shit about your family beyond your grandparents. Imagine your grandmother being the only lifeline left to your family history and her memories are being a... Her memories are of her being a sharecropper slash um, slave. You could not imagine it because it's not your reality. Okay. 
I'm going to stop there. He made a whole thread. I'm going to retweet it and every, oh, we already retweeted it actually. And someone replied that tweet basically like, she was like, along the important counterpoints being raised in regards to this tweet, I want to challenge this perception that continental Africans can trace our lineage past our great grandparents. The scale of how white head, hey, <laughs> hegemony. I don't know this word. <laughs> Renders so much of our past unknowable cannot be minimized. And then someone else was like, this is a frustrating conversation to have at times. And to be fair, has been unfairly um, perpetrated. But it's not a wholesale truth that non-Black Americans have this amazing hold on our family legacies. Colonialism brought a lot of displacement, destruction, and loss across the continent. Anyways, I read this and I was just like, to be very honest... I related so much with this, with their counter tweet, not with the original tweet, because it's just like, I guess initially before I read the tweets, I didn't really have an opinion because I was, I actually do understand the struggle of black Americans to understand like their roots, but mostly because I guess they don't feel comfortable being in America because America will always make them feel like the other. And they are in the country, their country, to be honest, because if you don't know anything past what they're saying is really your country, then where you are is your country. They're citizens of America. That's all they know. Do you get what I mean? And to be made to feel othered and always be chasing this identity where you actually don't know past, it's it's really frustrating. Mm -hmm. And I understand it on their points. But then I feel like there has always been this conversation like, oh, continental Africans are so lucky to know about their history, to know about where they come from, to have this identity. But I think I'm only talking about this because from someone that is really, really interested in history, that really does want to know about their history, I just actually want to make it, try to make it known that it's not really the right narrative because to be very honest, we do not know a lot about our past and we might still be in the land where maybe our forefathers were, but we know almost close to nothing about them because colonialism almost wiped away like our heritage, some parts more than the others because I actually don't know how my tribe lives. Like, and even when I go to dig on it, it's a white man's perspective of what my tribe was. Do you get what I mean? So it's not that fair for, um, the black Americans basically to, to always play it like, oh, okay, you guys really, really know. But this is not to cause a divide. I don't want it to come off as, oh, being div- divisive, 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 divisive. Yeah. I don't want it to come up as being divisive because like, I truly believe that we're all, we've all been disserviced by colonization slash slavery, some more than the others. I agree, but we shouldn't use this argument to basically divide us because we've all kind of been, it's a disservice to all of us basically. Um, Imama's not speaking because she's like, I don't really have an opinion on I, this. Well, I mean, fair. I, like that was my initial thought but i feel like i'm starting to form an opinion like basically just off watching watching you like hearing you talk and just reading what he said and i don't know that i agree with what you're saying all okay. in all because mm-hmm. like i feel like for me like from that tweet i mean yes it was kind of like targeted at african slash caribbean to be like hey yeah i'll have it better than us and i feel like for for me from basically what i read of that tweet it was just more of the person lamenting and being like you africans have it better than us and you guys are just not appreciating what you have and the fact that we lack the ability to know 
that much of our past and all of that like and all of that basically so that's kind of like how i read it and i feel like the way like the counter tweets to that are like i mean we do have it better than them so i feel like yeah i feel like the counter tweets to that are like i'm trying to think of the right word to use it's like it's like dismissive oh no like i mean like 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 that's what i think like even just like hearing you talk and like just like hearing that counter tweet it's like it's kind of like dismissive of what he said because it's like for like he's saying so what he's saying is you guys have it better than us. You guys don't understand how lucky it is that you guys are there and you guys have it better than us. But I feel like the counter tweets are like, sure, we might have it better than you guys, but you're not, but we also have it bad. And like, and, and I mean, like, well, like, well, wow, that's not a bad stand. So like, I mean, it's, it's okay to be like, yes, we have it bad. Like, you know, the whites kind of did both of us bad. So technically we should all be blaming the whites. I mean, okay, like, it's I almost like, like all lives matter. Yeah. It's almost like all lives okay. matter. Cause I feel like it's like, but us, you know, it's like the issue, the, issue i think is not like the counter tweets agreed even the argument might be dismissive of Mm -hmm. what he's he's saying but i think what people are saying is like it's okay for you to be like it's frustrating that we have it this way Mm -hmm. but his first tweet already was comparing it do you no, get what I yeah, mean it was comparative like, it was it's it's kind of like i actually do feel like because it's a i it's a fact to me which mm-hmm. it might not be a universal fact but mm-hmm. i think black americans are actually not aware of the struggle of africans no, they're kind mean, of not enough. they're not um aware of much else i don't think it's just black americans i think it's americans full stop mm-hmm. don't know about anything outside america because america is almost most people this is a generalization this isn't mm-hmm. all people don't really know about what goes on everywhere else so i think it's it's kind of like don't say that it is very frustrating that i don't know anything past where i am rather than you guys are lucky actually we don't know anything but about it's like, our i mean like regardless i feel like that's like that's literally like his reality so i mean so i mean so that's his talk about your reality don't compare so like necessarily like let me explain it this way so it's like i mean honestly i i agree that we may not know as far back as our history but like i kind of think that like we still have our yeah we still have like we're still in the country that like our great 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 grandfathers were probably i mean most of us not all of us obviously because like i mean some africans were displaced displaced, but like most africans are still in that country that like you know they they're four 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 fathers or whatever lived in so it's like really and truly yes the history that we know may not be properly documented so like you know to get the proper information we might not we might just be looking at it from the white man's perspective but if you go to your village or whatever it is, you can probably still find like a great grandmother or somebody who may know something about where you're from, who can probably even educate you. And I'm pretty sure if you go to like different villages, you can probably find a very old person, something that can tell you something about that place you're from. And like, I mean, let's say you can't even find that person. There are those structures. There are those monuments, those little things in those villages that you can kind of connect with. And black Americans don't have they don't necessarily have that. So, I mean, like, I'm not going to fully go into, because I haven't also done my research. I'm not going to fully go into how we have it better than them. But I feel like yeah, just going off that suite, it's like, for him, he was basically saying, we don't know how lucky we are. And I mean, it's true. In a sense, we don't know how lucky we are. Sure, we may not know as much, but we do, in a sense, have it better than them. And he's saying, we don't know how lucky we are. And he's basically like, yes, he's saying, okay, we don't know. So, in a sense, he's already dismissing us by being like, we don't know how lucky we are. Like, you know, that we know our history, even though that may not be true for everybody. And I like, basically then complain about his own. But I feel like us being like, yes, you're saying this, but like, 
you but like we actually don't know that much it's really like the all lives black lives matter thing because it's like with black lives matter it's like we're saying you white folks don't know how lucky you are that police is not killing you mm-hmm. like we're, we're like we're, we're literally saying the police is out here killing us and like you know it's terrible da, 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 da. and like basically like you white folks are just basically over there chilling like you know like you guys don't really know how lucky you are for the fact that like you know you're not being no i mean obviously not in those terms that doesn't really come off well but like i just feel like in this tweet we can definitely have our own conversation about how like basically about how we don't know our history as much we can have that conversation but i feel like for you for the tweets to basically counter attack a tweet by being like yes you're going to this i just feel this way about us but actually this is actually annoying because we also don't know like because we also don't know that much i just personally feel like it was just somehow because like if like i feel like if anything they could have been like actually you know africans are not that lucky and left it at that and then us have our own conversation that be like oh this is actually very annoying because da, 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 da. like i mean if if you disagree with what he's saying that africans don't know that much about our past that's not a problem you can basically be like actually africans also don't know that much about our past and leave it at that and then have our own discussion then basically be dismissive and be like oh africans don't know much and like you know the fact that you guys keep saying this is annoying da, 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 da. no but like is it not kind of annoying like honestly to be honest the more you spoke the more i was like every time i have like i always try to put my myself in the shoes of the person that's talking like Mm -hmm. for instance i was like when you compared it to like for instance the all lives matter thing i was like okay let me try to approach it from there like looking Mm -hmm. like that but i think it's I feel like he kind of already brought Africans into the conversations, which mm-hmm. is like, I don't think I'm, at least, I don't know what the intention of the people that reply those tweets are, mm-hmm. but my intention isn't to dismiss your struggle or to say ours is more than yours or mm-hmm. like anything, but rather to kind of like make you kind of aware of the next time like you try like and it's not just this tweet it's actually a thing like that because you were like i've literally never heard anyone say that before it's actually a black american conversation where it's like um it's not fair like when i don't know i don't know i don't want to go into it i I hate being divisive like Mm -hmm. about all the divisive Divisive. i have a problem with that word (laughs) um I hate, like, because we're all struggling and it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But it's just that I just feel like he already brought it into the conversation. So I think it's just informing them that we actually do have struggles too. Like, there's an issue there. It's not all, oh, we are just lucky. And I agree with you that you have struggles. But, like, it's Twitter. You you don't go that deep into, like, conversation. Yeah, I mean, Things I are lost in interpretation. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't think at all that we should be dismissive of their struggle because yes, it's more, I think their struggle was actually kind of more and it's more of a disservice, especially because the repercussions, at least sometimes I feel like we can come out of our, ours if we decided to, but with them, theirs is a bit more tricky to mm-hmm. come out of because they are, they have already been like almost forever displaced mm-hmm. and having to assimilate into a place where they might never be accepted mm-hmm. to get and it's stressful but it's bad to play suffering olympics, olympics like yeah. do you get like just be like we are struggling and highlight the issues and make us understand why when for instance black americans are trying to be like oh let's go back to our, our roots like if you explain your issues and everything we can try to like you know tell us tell you about like try to understand your struggle but when you now say it's 
like we don't have our struggle at all it is really hard to internalize sympathize. to sympathize with you basically do you get what i mean mm. like yeah, that's I, just actually, yeah, the thing. I, no, like, yeah i know yeah i see what you mean i definitely see what you mean but i don't know i guess like for me like no i see what you mean now and i definitely agree i guess for me it's just kind of like i was looking at it more from the perspective that like yes he did compare and like Sure, his comparison wasn't necessary because he could have made his point without that Regardless, comparison. Yeah. But like, I just kind of also felt like it was kind of a case where he compared, but like, you know, we do have the better. So we should have probably like overlooked that comparison in that moment and just been like, just basically like stated our fact and kept it moving instead of like stating our fact and then trying to dismiss what he's saying. What but like you said, it is Yeah, true. never dismiss. So, like, no, no. Like yeah. always understand. Anyways, guys, let us know like at Africa Lipso Pod, like what you think about that. Cause I thought it was very like tricky because every time I think about it, I, I think about like, for instance, feminism and like the racism and um, stuff. And I compare. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i i got distracted from twitter but um yeah i think about that and i and i i kind of have sympathy for the the guy with the original tweet but like yeah anyways guys this is the end of the conversation wait wait wait! one more thing one more what? thing okay, I'm, I'm just gonna give you something so there's this guy that tweeted about how like he's, he's our age and he said about how like he didn't go to his church <laughs> he didn't go to church on sunday so his mom beat him with a belt and I just wanted to mention that I will rock, and that's it. <laughs> we will just have to rock. But Nigerian parents be well, dude. Honestly, like a twenty-something-year-old being 20, missing for with a belt for not going to church. We will just have to actually just rock. But um, refer back yeah. to our parenting episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, just a few announcements before we go. Um. Next week is our final episode for the season. And you know, we always take like a month off um, after each season. But this time we actually want to try to regroup. So we're going to release a um, survey between this week and next week. I'm trying to get, we're trying to get your feedback. I know a lot of people listen and I'm also like a pod, a very big podcast listener. And I'm never one of the listeners that's always like that makes themselves known mm-hmm. i'm always in the background but like surveys are really nice ways for you for us to hear what you guys think about the podcast what you think we can change um, and that's kind of what we use the month for to like regroup and try to make ourselves better we love you guys we want to hear from you guys so mm-hmm. the survey is going to <laughs> is going to be out um between this episode and next episode and yeah and you guys please tell your friends about the podcast like you tell know, your friends to tell a friend leave reviews on apple podcast yeah on apple podcast because that's how spotify. people find it like and stuff like that spotify, you can but... also follow us too on like you can follow us on subscribe on like apple podcast, podcast um, soundcloud soundcloud so like anytime spotify. our episodes come out you can at least know that it's out because sometimes i see podcasts that i follow that they mm-hmm. come out i'm like okay i'm not in the mood to listen to this podcast right now but i know mm-hmm. they brought out an episode True. and i, I store it for like later and i eventually listen to it so you can subscribe 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 <laughs> Sub- subscribe <laughs> and then um we're also going to have a barbecue knock on wood we're going to have a barbecue September 1st and we're going to bring out flyers and everything. So if you're in Ottawa September 1st, I know September 2nd is a public holiday. So you're not going to have work on that Monday. So you can come on Sunday. I know you're not doing anything after church. If you mm-hmm. go to church, if you don't go to church, even better. 
<laughs> or, or worse, I don't know. No, you sleep in and come yeah, for the sleep barbecue. sleep in and then come in for the barbecue and more information will drop. Anyways, it's because Africa Lipso podcast is turning one yes. in September. <laughs> oh, she funds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're trying to celebrate, you know, at least like, you know, we were, we've been here for one year and it's been an amazing journey, but mm-hmm. more of the, um, not lamenting, more of the, um, reflecting next week because mm. it's the last episode of the podcast mm. of this season. Anyways, guys, um, Lessons for the week. Should we do that? Because, like, we're running over time. Yeah, we can just do that real quick. Mine is really quick. Heartbreak is real, guys. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, we're going to discuss after this. Obviously. Off, off air. But, like, yeah. um, it's not like... Anyways, we'll discuss it after. Okay. Um, but I think it's so crazy how heartbreak almost feels physical. Whoa. Like... Mm. I don't know if anyone can relate, but it feels like physical. Like, oh, I can. I, I guess what that's why they call it heartbreak because you actually feel it. You like feel it in your chest. Yeah, like real heartbreak, yo. Ah! It's true. I've actually, yo, I've thought that before. Yeah, hmm. I think we're all going to have to go through. Maybe some people are lucky and they might not have to go through heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it'd be hard out here in the streets, mm-hmm. and yeah. Okay. Before I tell you my lesson for the week, I just, I'm just gonna quickly say something real quick. I had a dream yesterday night. <laughs> it's not this stupid. I, know it. I had a dream yesterday night that like I had a boyfriend all of a sudden, and then he gave me like gifts. I'm not even joking. Like the I go and you jumped on. <laughs> I don't know why I was need to share, but like he, yeah, guys, I don't know, but <laughs> that I was guess. So random. Sorry, but anyways, that's my dream. Now let me tell you my lesson from the week. Um, lesson from the week is. Okay, I know Matilda is gonna say that I'm pushing this enjoy life agenda, but I know, I know, I know it's actually just wait, 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 be a slave you go, queen. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a new iteration of yeah, this. but yeah, just like basically like live your best life, but not just that, but like actually, if you can look good, like look good when you can, like take the opportunity to like you know dress up nice, do your hair nice, like you know wear makeup when you have the chance, just like you know look good. Yeah. Like, look good. Because honestly, when you look good, you actually feel good. Feel like, good. it kind of translates, like, you know, to basically the way you act. Like, you feel good. Mm-hmm. You are happier. Like, you know, just like, look good. That's actually yourself. why I was sad. Like, not sad, but like, when Bernard canceled his concert, because mm-hmm. I like, I like dressing up. I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I like dressing up when I have a reason to dress up. <laughs> On a normal day, I probably look like a bum. But like, I, w- I just feel like, you know, summer, summer yeah. brings this thing out in me exactly. that I'm just like, I just want to live life. Like, I want to chop life. You Ch- know, chop so. life, make life not chop you. That's yeah. the motto. Um, <laughs> Anyways, guys. Like, oh, yeah, episode, we'll catch you guys next week, last, last, before we have to leave. And Mama, you're going to <laughs> leave. I'll be going, guys. Are you really going to go? Anyways, more to come. <laughs> We're going to have negotiation. <laughs> wow, I, negotiation. Said, I said negotiation, bro. Wow, sis. Bro, I don't know where I, that came I'm from, but... Mr. Com- <laughs> well, okay, well, this is what we're going to say. Our goodbyes and good night. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Have a great week.